0: Get the full Bonfire experience on your screen. YouTube.com slash Bonfire Sports. Thumbs up. Subscribe. You'll know when we're live. Enjoy the games. is it gray cup or bust for this Winnipeg Blue Bombers team is the window closing on the franchise in 2023 will a dynasty be reached in November in Hamilton at the 110th gray cup welcome inside game day winnipeg here is the man chris walby the legend the hall of famer the gray cup broadcaster himself three rings to his name bluto how you doing how you feeling on the precipice of the 2023 season
1: you know what darren i'm happy to be here i'm happy that preseason is over uh you know there's so many things that we got to discuss today it's driving me nuts but it was interesting that when I was looking at this, obviously talking about the Bombers, you know, they were in the last two great cups, uh, or last three. And then you got the Tigers and I, I forgot they had a really kind of off year last year, eight and 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're two and seven on the road. Oh, of course there's a phone Bo, call. It probably, Bo oh, it's probably Levi's calling you. for more money.
0: Bo Levi's calling and, uh, you. He's like, you going to talk got about me him. on the show. Oh yes. We're going to talk about you Bo on the show. Uh, Is there gas left in the tank? Will he be rejuvenated? In a new environment with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, what are our expectations in the East and West this season? We'll get through the entire Winnipeg Blue Bombers roster. Uh, talk about their depth, their injuries. Couple uh, new names on the six-game injured list, including a no. impact starter or two uh, amongst them. Uh, and uh, of course, Chris Walby will provide your keys to the game. Our show, as always, brought to you by our good friends at. Sh- shannon's irish pub go check them out underneath the streets of downtown winnipeg 175 carlton street just a hitch pass down the block from true north square jets game day and blue bombers game day specials before during and after every game home or away uh they got you covered watch the game on their numerous screens awesome atmosphere you see it on your screen right now if you're watching. 21 beers on tap, all the cocktails and scotches and whiskeys that you like, as well as outstanding food beyond the expected pub food. Their wings are off the charts, but they've got other stuff as well uh, in their menu uh, that is just awesome. So go check them out. Uh, Shannon's Irish 175 Carlton Street. Big thanks to them. Right all right chris uh expectations on the blue bombers is the window closing on a team that is well expected by many preseason pick by most to either be in the cup win the gray cup or at least be the early season power in the cfl or is the window closing because of the age of this team on both sides of the football
1: yeah, I think you hit on the head, but I think it's more the the age thing. They're the oldest per you know, across the league, but only by a little bit. Uh, listen, I think, you know what, they've got all the tools, but they've signed almost all their free agents. So here's the thing. I mean, the biggest thing for me, I, I really do agree. It is a make-or-break year for these guys. I think they are expected to go far. I think they're one of the favorites to win the Grey Cup. Of course. I think if they don't win the Grey Cup, I, I really don't think there's going to be a lot of change. But you will have change because if you're staying the same, you know you're basically going backwards. You always want to be moving forward. So for me, I think it's uh, it's it's really I don't want to use the word make or break, but it's definitely going to change the whole dynamic of the of the roster next year if they don't go or win the cup or you know what I mean. I think they got a great opportunity, but 18 games later, you know what happens? Anything can happen. A couple key injuries changes the whole dynamic of your team. I think a lot of the teams in the CFL this year have gotten better. You talk to Saskatchewan, 2-0 preseason. I know, don't put a lot of crap in that preseason. Hamilton, not a very good team last year, 8-10. and uh, Terrible on the road. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, then you got Montreal. They're better now. I think Cody Fajardo is looking for a rebound. When I look, I go across the league. Mm-hmm. I, and Ottawa, a team that, you know, I think Bobby Dice, you know, the old Winnipegger, I think he's going to have that team ready too, so. I think there's a lot of parity. We say that every year, and we watch as it falls out as the season goes on. But I do like—I'm excited for the for the the amount of teams that have really kind of not rebuilding, but trying to race for the cup as well. I hate being on a team that rebuilds. There's no sense being on a team if I'm rebuilding. I don't want to play.
0: Well, I'm I hope I hope you're not a fan of win the cup. I hope you're not a fan of the Winnipeg Jets. I know you are, of course, being a, oh, a native I love Winnipegger, the Jets Chris. Too much. But uh, that aside, we're we're here to talk football. And hey, great to see everybody in the live chat, watching live on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. Uh, You can find us really everywhere. If you're listening to this afterwards on podcast, appreciate that a lot. Be sure to tell your friends to subscribe and leave a review. Uh, That would be awesome. Uh, Phyllis has got it right. Smash the like button. She knows how to do it right uh, to keep the fire going here uh, on game day Winnipeg. Okay, so... um, the Blue Bombers roster, as you mentioned, Chris, re- pretty much unchanged from last yep. season to this season. We learned today that uh, two players have been added to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers six game injured list. Pardon me, three players. Connor Burtonshaw, the fullback, but more notably because of their starter status, Jamal Parker, defensive back uh, on the six game injured list, started nine games on the blue bombers defense in 2022 and winston rose starts the season on the six game injured list as well both of those injuries are leg lower leg that sort of thing Tiadric hansen previously announced on the six game injured list as well as linebacker Kyrie wilson so um relatively speaking this is a healthy football club everybody is back uh and, you know, expectations are where they are. But can age during the season, Chris, you mentioned those critical injuries can have a huge effect on things. Yeah. Can age come into play where, yeah, no, it might not be a seizing injury or like, you know, a blown yeah. knee or, or whatever, but just the the rigors, the wear and tear on these 30 plus year old bodies.
1: I think the biggest ones, obviously you're looking at the majority of the guys. I mean, it's Hardrick, it's, it's Stanley Bryant, who's brought that age up. He's 37, but like a fine wine offensive lineman can play. I mean, seriously, you know, they can play long. So that kind of, uh, you know, uh, obviously, uh, messes with that age average. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't believe that these guys are so in condition now. It's not like the old days where you drank beer till the day before camp, you showed up and you had to work <laughs> yourself in shape. Now you got these guys working, you know, 12 months a year, basically stay in shape just to make sure that they're ready to play for the team. So, um, no, I don't think this team has any worries about the age right now. Can you get hurt? No, you know, you can't put it on an age thing. A guy, we've seen this happen at Kyrie Wilson. We've You know, a lot of guys, they get hurt and they're young. It's just a freak part of the game. You hate to see it happen to anybody, but it does happen. And uh, knock on wood, you hope they all come out of it healthy. What's the first thing they always say after a game? Hey, great win, great loss. Hey, what's the injury report? Yep. Everybody wants to know who got banged up. It's a physical game. You know, and now they wear those... uh those upside-down flower pots on their head to practice, you know. The guardian uh, cap. Whatever it's called. But I guess it's supposed to help with the, uh, you know, the concussion and prevent future uh, brain injuries down the road.
0: Yeah. Uh there's lots of changes in the CFL this season. Oh. Uh the Canadian ratio with naturalized Canadians, uh designated Americans to That's, be naturalized oh all boy. these it's incredibly confusing, Chris. I don't even want to waste time on the pregame show trying to decipher it all. I think organically over the coming weeks we will all figure it out. Uh look, we we talked about it at length on Bonfire midweek last night so be sure to check that out uh, on all our social channels uh you know where to find it uh, podcast youtube twitter uh facebook and the rest uh but when it comes to winnipeg and their roster uh it came out today so let's take a look, here it is, uh, starting in place of Winston Rose at corner will be Demario Houston. This is the young man who stole Winston Rose's boundary corner job nope. last year before going down to a knee injury at halfback, Dietrich Nichols, the, frankly, all CFL player i have him as a top five player regardless of position in the entire league we know what ba brandon alexander brings at safety evan holm maybe not the best season in 2022 his rookie year so you know let's give him we'll cut him some slack he has had an outstanding camp been rock solid during the two preseason games uh and can return kicks as well uh he's pretty much locked up that uh Uh, field side halfback spot desmond lawrence joined the team late last year was named the hamilton tiger cats 2021 most outstanding rookie cut loose in 22 snapped up immediately by kyle walters and the blue bombers uh starts at corner alden darby back at strong side adam big hill in the middle with kyrie wilson on the six game injured list malik clements third year in the cfl second year with the blue bombers new number uh don't get it confused he's wearing the uh uh very familiar 33 in blue and gold um uh but uh, expect Les maruo to be somebody that rotates in there as well starting line hey we know who they are the jeffs jackson jeff coat and willie jefferson ricky walker back again at defensive tackle uh taking over from uh casey sales who signed a big free agent contract with the hamilton tiger cats uh jake thomas the canadian at nose tackle how do you like the blue Bombers' defense chris
1: I like the defense. I like some of the guys he got. Schmeckle. I like Haba. Bennett's obviously, uh, you know, the Schmeckle kid and Bennett, both from uh, Saskatchewan, good players. Uh, cracked the roster. It's a great, it's a hard thing to do with this team, you know. I think the fact that Casey Sales went to Hamilton opened up an opportunity for one of them to play. Both of them are dressing. Um, Coach O'Shea's being very <laughs> impressed with these guys. Uh, their knowledge, picking up stuff right, being in the right position, uh, being in the right hole, plugging the right hole. Uh, you know, allowing their linebackers to work, uh, you know, make the plays. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's really good. And and it's it's funny you mentioned Evan Holm. I was reading a little article, and I know that a lot of people are doing the same thing. You don't usually get people coming out in the press really talking about Evan Holm. Outstanding camp, maybe the best guy, had the best camp uh, of all the players. I've heard now that he's the best athlete on the team. I was listening to Dalton Schoen saying, I go against this guy every day. Mm -hmm. And I hear, uh, you know, Ricky, Richie Hall saying he didn't have a good camp. He had an outstanding camp. A lot of expectations on number 31, Evan Holm. But uh, I think the kid from, uh, you know, played in North Dakota, UND. I think he's going to answer the bell quite well.
0: Yeah, I I really agree. I like the Blue Bombers defense. Uh, It obviously of uh, revolves around middle linebacker adam big hill uh interesting that the team cut somebody who was said to be having a very good camp in uh barrington wade he was released not on the practice roster uh the blue bombers do have a ton of canadians uh most notably shane gochier Uh, And Jesse Briggs, who will uh, step in at weak side and at middle linebacker uh, when they need them. Want to bring up this question, uh, Rob Somerville, watching live on Facebook. What's going on, Rob? Great to see you uh, in the live chat. Curious question for both of you regarding Kenny Lawler. Why wasn't this situation dealt with and resolved before bringing him back to the team we talked about this at length right off the top of uh bonfire midweek you can find that on your podcast app on the youtube uh from last night when zach schnitzer and i went live we'll post game uh tomorrow night as well uh, after the game but uh really quickly on rob's point uh chris we, we know this it is a very curious situation kenny lawler charged in 2011 or pardon me charged in 2021 man. convicted pled guilty and convicted in april of this year 2023 and then came to training camp right like convicted like everybody knew what was going on the blue Bombers signed him in free agency in february he was tried and convicted uh in april came to training camp participated uh on the field and and uh, uh had a big catch in the preseason in edmonton and then suddenly yeah. He's no longer eligible to work in Canada. Paul Friesen of the Winnipeg Sun has done great reporting on this. Chris, Kenny Lawler, as it stands today, cannot step foot inside the blue bombers facility. He cannot be on the field. Told, he cannot you know what, be in I, the in the building. I brought
1: that up last week when Jeff the Hammer Hamilton was on. I said, you know what? Usually when you get suspended, you can't be around the players. You can't be in a meetings room. I didn't know I knew for a fact he wasn't gonna get paid. You're not getting paid for not playing. No pay, no play, no pay. Uh, he's losing a big chunk of his salary. And actually, I'm very surprised he got up in Canada because that conviction wasn't handled yet.
0: Well, he stayed so, in Edmonton over the winter. Okay, so he has well, been in Canada. He, so the whole he didn't time. go back. He didn't yeah. go
1: across the border. Well, that answers that question right there. Yeah. But um you know, I, I think this Kenny Lawler situation will straighten itself out. The players love him, they're supporting him. Did he screw up? Absolutely. Uh, you know, will he ever do it again? I, I would say never.
0: But that's uh, that's the charge, you know. right? That's that's the yeah. conviction.
1: That aside, what's well, a terrible thing? It's on, as- it's on your record. It's on your sure. record now.
0: Yes, and absolutely. I know some people work it out.
1: In your when you do get convicted, they'll work it out somehow with the lawyer. We'll say it'll get expunged after a certain period of good behavior. So sure. it's not on his record. So it doesn't impair his future employment down the road.
0: But it's impairing his current employment oh, right sure. now. And the Blue yeah. Bombers have stated that it could be three to four weeks. It might yeah. be longer. It might be shorter. We don't know. Yeah. But to miss a month of the season, that's uh, that's a quarter of the season. So yeah, it'll help the oh, Blue yeah. Bombers' salary cap situation with one of their highest paid offensive players. But they're well, going to be figure, without weapon number one. It's a good thing they got it's Dalton well, 50, shown. It's
1: at least 50 grand. It's at least 50 grand out of his yep. pocket. And I don't care what you say, 50 grand is a good chunk of change. So, well, I think it will be less. I
0: I think it will be less. I'll correct you because I know he had a big signing bonus. So I think it's around $7,000 per week that he misses. Okay.
1: Well, you know what? Okay.
0: Either way, it's a a big chunk of change out of his pocket and uh, it's a big miss uh, for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers not having him. Let's look at the offense, Chris, uh, and and how we see things shaking out here uh, for the Blue Bombers in 2023. It all starts with the man, Zach Kolaris, two-time reigning MOP. Real quickly, do you think he can uh, get back there again and do what only Doug Flutie has done in this league and that's win three straight MOPs?
1: Yeah, I think he can. I think he's got that pedigree. He's smart. He's athletic. We've seen it year in and year out, his ability to use his feet to extend plays. And it seems like he gets a lot of his touchdowns on the run, throwing the Mm -hmm. ball with Dalton Schoen, uh, Rashid Bailey, uh, Walatarski. He just gets that ball out of there. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you you look at him, 15-2 last year. uh, He's got 149 career touchdowns, 71 interceptions. Uh, you know, he just, he doesn't make mistakes. This is an offense led by wins. Zach Kolaris that basically is number one in protecting the ball. And it combined, they had only 23 turnovers all last year in 18 games. Uh, outstanding stats. So, I mean, uh, you know, not only on the field, they, they, they win the time of possession they're number one in time possession. So the offense is on the field a lot, but they protect the football. And that's the number one thing you always say, protect the ball. Don't give a, you know, an opportunity to the opposition. So yeah, I think Zach can very well do it. Uh they got a great offensive line. We you talk about this. I know I'm a bit of a homer when it comes to the old line, but ma'am, <laughs> I love these guys. I mean, you talk about Brian, you talk about Gray. Gray is the only guy that played the last game in the exhibition game against Saskatchewan. Colinkowski, Newfeld, Hardrick, obviously Liam Dobson getting an opportunity to play a little tight end back up. Uh and then just the weapons. I mean, you know, yeah, we ha- we don't have Kenny Lawler. But how impressed were we were both you, DBA, you and me. To watch Carl six six, get two touchdowns in his first game played. He's got such a, a, ride, a wide radius, as you say. Uh, you yeah. know, just such a tall target, go up and get the ball. And then he obviously hurts himself the next week, and he's done. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if – because, I mean, I'd be throwing the ball high on him. He'd be my short yardage guy all the time near the goal line.
0: Yeah, the red so zone.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, they've just got a wealth a, a wealth of talent here. Bailey. Uh, Dalton Schoen, I mean, rookie of the year. Demske, 10 touchdowns. Walla Tarski, a guy that you love, Brandon O'Leary Orange. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got Brady Olivero now out of the backfield. Thousand-yard
0: season uh, last year. Yep.
1: They just got, got studs. It's studs.
0: I wanted to say quickly on Zach Kolaris, what I see in him that makes him most valuable is that he is just a winner. He sets such a tone, not just yeah. in the huddle and on the field, but in the building, in the rooms, in the meeting rooms, in the locker yeah. room, in the video room, and that sort of thing. And Kolaris speaking uh, earlier this week, talking about the value of being back for a third year with the same guy, same OC, same running back, same same backup quarterback in Drew Brown uh yep. same receiving core for the most part with a lot of these guys back again uh, including Rashid Bailey um, Carlton Agadosi uh, has has been a lo- uh, around a-, a long time having Kenny Lawler back again a, a player that won a great cup uh, with Zach Kolaris these right, things are so valuable to a team to an offense that chemistry that familiarity and I think just that collective mentality they have to win a football game uh, and to go after and, and win a champion I think that's what's maybe most valuable to this blue bombers offense. A lot of that goes towards the defense as well. Um, let's touch a little bit more, Chris, on the offensive line. Uh, we quickly went through, um, so this team lost, uh, center Michael Couture in free agency, signing with his home province, uh, BC lions, Chris Kolonkowski effectively stole that job from him, uh, last season, uh, once, once, um, uh, Couture w- was healthy again. Kolonkowski started and played uh, in the Grey Cup. Uh, Tui Ellie back for 2023. He starts the season on the one game injured list. Liam Dobson, his second season in the CFL as a Canadian. Uh, Texas state and maine in the ncaa uh things didn't work out for him uh in the usfl i think it was so here he is back for a second season in winnipeg a guy with a real hard nose uh had the uh, high snap over the head of drew brown uh during the preseason but he's a guy that can step in at center stepping at those guard spots pat newfeld jamarcus hardrick and stanley bryant chris we know how valuable those guys are how veteran those guys are uh but you know uh just how good those players are, including Pat Newfeld, who's finally getting his due as an all-star at the league level um, and somebody that can play guard, play center, play tackle effectively in this league.
1: Yeah, he's, listen, the biggest thing this line has is they have continuity they've experience. They've played together. Uh, there's nothing like it. When you play on offensive line to know the guy beside you, you can give him a little signal. You can say a silly word like banana. And I know it sounds stupid, but a banana might mean something. Uh, we used to do cross blocks. You know, our tackle would come down on the defensive tackle, pull a guard around. We'd make stupid things like anything. When an a yeah, we're on anything. You know, it was just you make little silly little uh, games out of it. But when you got a guy that you can play with, you can play all kind of these games on the defense. This is a great experienced offensive line. You talked about Patty Newfield. Patty's been getting his due for the last couple of years. Uh he's he's played very well. I mean, we, we saw him the one year he didn't get recognized. We all said that that we thought that he should have been recognized and he has been the last couple of years. Hardrick is a guy that I really love because I think he's pure energy. Yeah. I think awesome. he's a guy that jacks that group up. Stanley's just a quiet guy, you know, he's <clears throat> just you know, basically uh I don't know who sings that song Dance with My Daughter, Dance with My Father. You know, you got that deep, gravelly voice. He's got that – I feel like he's a singer all the time, but he's smooth like a singer too. Mm. And then you got Jeff Gray, who's really coming to his own. So, yeah, that's a good group of guys. I'm really – that is a key because if you have a good group in front of Zach and you talk about what Zach's quality is, Zach is one of those guys that I got the opportunity to play with. uh, Matt Dunnigan, Danny McManus, uh, Dieter Brock, uh, Johnny Huffnagel. As soon as they walked in the huddle – he made everybody in that huddle a better player. The confidence, the air of confidence he has. Now everybody thinks Tommy is just a quiet cat. Tommy has got a little bit of fire in his belly, man. If things ain't going, he's gonna let you know. Now he's not gonna do it on you know in front of the cameras, but he'll definitely get in your face. So I like a guy that does that. You know what? The expectations are high, and he's gonna demand perfection or close to it from everybody that's in front of him or, or receivers, making sure to run the route, you know, the right route. So you gotta love a guy like that, man.
0: Yeah, this uh, Blue Bombers team, there's a reason why uh, all the prognosticators, myself included, uh, have them uh, number one in the preseason power rankings. Uh, Chris, let's talk about... um, Bo Levi Mitchell and the Hamilton sure. Tiger Cats. They come into town. This is a rivalry game between Winnipeg and Hamilton meeting in those Grey cups in back to back seasons, not years with the pandemic hitting in 2020. But uh, these two teams do not like each other. Yeah. Mike no. O'Shea and Orlando Steinhauer are friends. Uh, but when it comes to uh, playing a football game and, and trying to come away with the W, uh, you know, the, these two teams, uh, no love lost between them uh are the tie cats going to be better this season than they were last year dane evans just seemed to blow games late over and over and over again oh, and that's why he's a number two behind an unproven vernon adams in bc
1: you know think about this this is a team at hamilton tie cats led by dane evans that led the league in turnovers offensively i remember i watched games that hamilton could win and Dane Evans throws in a key interception, turns the tide to the game, or he fumbles on a run, and mm-hmm. turns the tie to the game. The other team gets it, kicks the field goal, wins the game. They had 17 fumbles, number one in the league, the worst in the league. They had 20 interceptions. I mean, they just turned the ball over away. I don't see that happening with a Bo Levi. Listen, Bo Levi is 12 and five versus Winnipeg. And the big stat that I love, yeah, this is his first game as a tie cat. You and me know the first game he played as a bo- against the Bombers as a stampeder, He came out and lit it up. Now, I know it's a different team, but he threw three touchdowns as a starting quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders way back.
0: He always plays great at IG Field, always.
1: Always plays good. I mean, listen, he's a very confident young man. Uh, He's been in the league. He's got, what, 198? I mean, he's crazy. His overall record, DB, think about this record, Mm -hmm. 90 wins, 25 losses, and two draws. I mean, that's an incredible stat. Well, he told I, Kate at TSN
0: that, you know, like, what do you want your legacy to be? Win. Winner. Yep. That's all he yep. cares about. So I Think uh, about
1: what he's got, buddy. They brought over at one of the big, be- I really like this, this. They brought over Tim, White. Uh, excuse me, not Tim White, James Butler. Mm-hmm. Now, James Butler was a heck of a running back for the BC Lions last year. He had over 1,000 yards rushing, uh, seven touchdowns. Then you got Tim White. I mean, that guy's a player, man. I was really surprised by one thing. You remember the other white that got cut? Which really surprised me. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. Poppy. Poppy. Poppy White. (laughs) Poppy going back, make some homebrew. I don't know. You got got to let go, man. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. He is a free agent today. Tim White, I expect to be amongst the league leaders, if not the league leader in passing uh, receiving yards uh, this year. Uh, How about this guy? new digits on the uniform duke williams joins the hamilton tiger cats you mentioned uh, uh james butler dual weapon pass game run yeah. game really well-rounded and now very experienced uh cfl tailback brandon Reverberg, david beard hunter wood manzi uh cal saxlid is there he can kick out to tackle riley figueroa he's listed as a game time decision uh we'll see if he's good to go but one of the best tackles in the cfl for a, a long long time uh the tie cats come in here with a handful of players injured including defensive lineman Kwaku Botang um and uh Chris Van Zeel uh on the six game injured list Dylan yeah. Win uh also on the six game injured list to start the season as we look towards the defense Jaker Davis Mr uh gray cup appearance and uh playoff paycheck bonus uh there uh our old friend Jonathan Kongbo who made headlines this week with some yeah, uh, sharp words towards the uh, BC Lions if you want to know more about that we talk about it uh, Keon also Hatcher. uh on the top yeah Keon Hatcher Jonathan Kongbo back and forth uh, blockbuster trade in the CFL sending Jonathan Kongbo to the Hamilton Tiger Cats after Go just like a week that. with the BC lions. Chris, when, when you look at the Ticats defense, the strength to me is right here in the middle. Oh yeah. Okay. Chris Edwards, this is a defensive back spot. This is the dime, but he'll line up here. Uh, free agent signing from the Toronto Argonauts, outstanding dime back in the CFL. But I don't know if you could name a better duo of middle and weak side linebacker than Jameer Thurman and Simone Lawrence.
1: I don't, Uh, I don't, if you guys ever watch uh Simone Lawrence is a is a TikTok freak. And I'm not a TikTok kind of guy, but every once I go and I I say, it's a bunch of watching this guy work out in the offseason and the stuff he does, he's an incredible, incredible athlete. Uh I think is gonna have a break, just another great year, right? Might be a might be an outstanding like defensive player of the year kind of year.
0: Mm-hmm. And of
1: course I do like Jameer Thurman. He played with Calgary. Great, great football player. Chris Edwards gets it done. Big acquisition from the Toronto Argonauts, the last year's Grey Cup champion. Uh, obviously, pull over Ja'Garra Diaz from the uh, from the Argos. He won a Grey Cup last year, and he's back in Hamilton. Uh, Casey Sales will be interesting to watch. You talked about him. Yep. Played for the Bombers, had six sacks last year. Now he's signed a big free agent contract with the Ticats.
0: I think he's the yeah, highest they, they played. Wide, uh, 2 and a I-
1: Adelake. I uh, think he's voted I the top, th- one of the top 50 players at the CFL this year.
0: Pardon me. They Kirk. got some players, man. Yeah, no, they, they definitely have some players. Uh, Casey Sales. Yeah, I failed to mention him. Uh, former Bombers defensive tackle. I believe he's the highest paid interior defensive lineman yeah. in the CFL, signing a free agent deal with Hamilton. Uh, on the back end, you have um, uh, at Boundary Corner, uh, a relatively newer player.
1: Jeez, um, yeah, he's not. Kenneth George
0: Kenneth George he's, yep.
1: fir- he's a first year guy out of Tennessee and then beside him is J- Javier JV uh, and Elliott.
0: JV and Elliot, JV and Elliot uh, yeah. he's
1: from Florida State both first year guys so well, uh, yeah, Elliot has uh,
0: been in the league for three years. It's his first year with Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, Richard Leonard is their veteran at uh, field side halfback. And then uh, Lawrence Woods, the third, uh, back for a second season in the CFL and, and with the Hamilton Tiger Cats at corner. But it is Tunde Indelike, the returner, the safety, the outstanding Canadian, uh, versatile player on the back end of this tie cats, divas, uh, defense, uh, cats and uh, there to, uh, provide a little bit of, uh, uh, um, depth and versatility uh, on the back end. Stavros. I wanted to make sure I got his first name, right. Stavros cats and uh, there as well. So the tie cats, Chris, I think they're the tie cats are coming in to 2023. As a team with a lot of momentum, everything seems to be coming together for them. As far as the roster, they have a ton of continuity in their coaching staff and management. They've done an outstanding job. Last year was a real down year. And if I I think it is fair, it would be easy, but it's also fair to say that Dane Evans, his propensity to turn the ball over, fumble it, uh, Throw-in interception late in a game is a huge reason why they were on the outside looking in uh, in the CFL East this year, and, and we're not in it. Hamilton, the city of Hamilton, hosts the Grey Cup this November, the 110th championship here in Canada. Uh, the Ticats expect to be in that game. So uh, week one here in Winnipeg at the Madhouse on Matheson, they're going to bring it.
1: Yeah, you know what is funny when you talk about that. The only thing that doesn't... I have no fear... When I look at the roster of the TIE CAT receivers, yeah, Duke Williams is one of those designated national Americans whatever, which is really weird because he only gets to play 23 plays as he comes in. They have to count it against him. But uh, they don't have any real. I mean, Osi Kusi, you got Bayless, a newcomer. Tim White, yeah, ab- the absolute weapon. Terry Godwin on the outside. I don't feel the, the you know, the just the, the scaredness or, the, you know, the fear from these guys. Now, I could be wrong. Because, you know, young guys come in, they can make big plays. But,
0: well, you, know uh, you know, it all Kadri, starts
1: with uh, this guy. You know, Smith, uh, starts- Kern- uh, I, I just don't think these guys are going to light it up against our our defense. We had the number one defense in the league. We only allowed 16 touchdowns last year. Only eight rushing touchdowns. Uh, and like I said, we got most of the guys back. So oh, I expect hey. the same thing from this bomber defense. and. Chris, we, we
0: know, we know it starts with bull Levi Mitchell with the tie cats, right? We know it starts with him. We, We know it starts with, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Uh, we know it starts with bull Levi Mitchell, uh, for the Hamilton tiger cats. Do you think a new setting, a new surrounding, uh, a new environment can rejuvenate somebody who has won a lot of football games, uh, has been a very good player in this league for a long time, battled through shoulder injuries the last two or three years, in calgary before losing the job to jake mayer but they pulled mayer in the playoffs right yeah
1: yeah. and there was levi
0: mitchell gave gave calgary a shot at the end
1: yeah he came in and he was hit i think it was six of eight when he threw he threw a couple of beautiful deep balls listen he's got a great arm on him he's smart knows where to go with that football uh but absolutely it can rejuvenate your career you think about the guys that moved I mean, obviously I can think of guys that move and they just win everywhere they go, like Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie goes to Calgary, he goes to BC, goes to Toronto. He just wins. do comes to Winnipeg. We go to the Grey Cup two years in a row. A lot of guys Uh-oh. like that. I think Bol- Bolivar, it's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. I watched his press conference when he introduced him to the Ticats. He had his wife and his kids there. He was having a great time. He was like a new guy. He was tired of it. Listen, he's got pride. Nobody wants to sit the bench. And he handled it like a pro. He didn't yep. get cranky. He didn't sulk. You know, he didn't start stabbing. Uh, you know, mayor's tires uh, d- during the middle of night. You know, he was just basically no. Uh, I'm gonna go somewhere. And there was a lot of speculation he might go to Saskatchewan, but he go to Hamilton. Hamilton paid him. So um, God bless him, man. I, I'm. That's the reason I think Hamilton's gonna be a lot better. That one guy.
0: Yeah, Seriously. I, I. There are a lot of people writing Bo Levi Mitchell off, and I think that's foolhardy. Um, I think it is incredibly foolhardy. He joins a team with a great coaching staff and continuity and, and weapons. You could say Tim white is the best receiver in the CFL today. You could say Duke Williams is the most dangerous receiver in yeah. the CFL today. And I know bombers fans are going to say, Hey, what about Kenny Lawler? What about Nick Dembski? What That's about right. Dalton shown with a year of experience in this league? He led the league in receiving last year. How much better will he be this year? But, uh, you know, Continuity on the O-line, senior offensive assistant coach this season in Hamilton, new to the team, Scott Milanovic. You add that to uh, Tommy Condell and Orlando Steinhauer and and, and that staff, boy, oh boy, Uh, they are going to cook up some very interesting schemes for Bo Levi, James Butler, and and a talented receiving core. I think Hamilton is legit. Dangerous. This is a team built today to win a championship. We're going to get a potentially a great Cup preview on Friday night here in
1: Winnipeg. Well, there's now I think every game matters now, right? And they can't. You're not playing. You're you're a guy just coming off the bus to see if he can do anything. You're playing. You guys that have earned a starting spot right now. And it's funny. I'm going to go back to something you said earlier about a veteran and injuries. Chris Van Ziel is one of the best offensive linemen to play. But he's been buggered up by by injuries the last couple mm-hmm. of years. He's starting on the injured list again right now. And you know what? You can see the clock ticking on that young man. But, I mean, you know, the door closes on him maybe. Maybe Tyrone Riley's the answer. We'll see. But uh, he's a good football player. But, again, I, I'm just going to say this. Uh, you know, if Duke Williams can perform like Duke Williams did way back, I mean, he was a dangerous receiver when he was with Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they got they don't have a couple weapons. Uh, but it's just interesting. I mean, I'm seeing some of the comments here. Are the bombers, you know, shallow at defensive end? I don't think so. I think Willie's a freak. Jeff quote, uh, you know, he you know he plays tough every time he's in. He's a talented guy. His dad NFL guy. They love the Celestine Habada or Haba, yep, and Anthony Bell uh, Bennett. So I mean, they've got you know guys sure, there, yep. and they blitz the hell out of everybody. You know that Richie Hall likes to come after the quarterback. And wh- what are you going to do? You going to sit back and let Bo get comfortable back there? No, it's going to be bang, bang, Bo. Yeah, that's what's going to happen, buddy.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Winnipeg has shown a great ability to get to quarterbacks, and they don't have to do it the traditional way. They don't have to do that's it right. with just edge rushers.
1: A pressure is uh, as good as a sack, brother. Yep, Force exactly. a mistake.
0: Yeah, Chris, we've seen it from this Richie Hall defense for a number of years now. The creativity, the multiples, the different looks, the variety that is at their disposal when it comes to game planning, scheming, and play calling in games. Willie Jefferson kicks to defensive tackle. They'll put Jake Thomas on the edge. They'll bring Adam Big Hill up. They'll bring uh, Brandon Alexander up into oh, yeah. the box Biggie, Biggie in your line of scrimmage.
1: They blitz the hell out of Biggie. Biggie, Big Hill goes everywhere. They love bringing him on blitzes. He's not your traditional middle linebacker, man. He comes back. But having said that, for a guy like that still, and I don't know what, he, what his year is now. He just keeps getting better year after year, like a like a good bottle of rosé. I mean, this guy. <laughs> had, he, I don't know, it was the rosé wine, I don't drink one. I'm a beer guy, sorry. Yeah. But, I mean, he gets back there. I mean, you saw him. He goes back. He almost gets the interceptions. How about this, though? Willie Jefferson, he had seven sacks. But he had 10 pass knockdowns, number one on the team. Your defensive end is the number one guy that knocks down passes. That tells you how freaky he is. Yeah. So, I mean. Impact. And, I'm, and Brandon Alexander, we remember he wasn't in for the last part of the year, right? Because he was injured. And we know what he can do. He puts a fear in a lot of guys coming across the middle. So, yeah. I, I, and you, your favorite guy, Dietrich Nichols, who you haven't even mentioned him. I mean, you you love oh, that guy. Oh, I did. I mean, he's. I'm surprised he's been here. I thought he'd go to the NFL, but yeah, you he's, never know
0: He's 28 and oh, he is. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's maybe, yeah. maybe if he was two yeah, inches yeah, taller, right. no. he, he'd be in the
1: NFL. Maybe no, no you're right. I mean, I, you know what? In the NFL, they really do look at that age thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean uh, that's why uh, DeAndre Alford is there and uh, Dietrich Nichols is not. That that one two punch uh, two years ago was was outstanding. Uh, Winston Rose being on the six game injury list does that concern you uh, that that Winnipeg will be without him as well as Jamal Parker? Don't sleep on Jamal Parker. He as a rookie last year came off the bench, started nine games when the back end was was banged up. Uh, in Winnipeg Uh, both of those guys on the six game injured list I asked Mike O'Shea about it uh, a couple days ago and he said Winston will probably be back a little bit sooner than Jamal Parker but, and Parker in a walking boot at practice this week, uh, but uh, the head coach did say, I don't know how many weeks. So to, uh, you know, hear that on on uh, Monday and then on Thursday, getting a depth chart with those guys on the six-game injured list, uh, I think um, maybe has some Blue Bombers fans concerned. Uh, let, forget, forget. We, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Yeah.
1: I just want to say this. I mean, Demarius Houston came in and played really well before he got banged up you know what, you're wondering if this unit in the secondary really starts to gel, does it put a little bit of kibosh on rushing Winston back? And even when he's healthy, do you put Winston Rose back in there if this unit is really playing well? Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Sometimes an injury opens the door for another player and you don't get your shot back. Right. So you got to look at that, buddy. I mean, if if Demario plays well and Desmond Lawrence plays well and those are the corners, uh, they might have to look somewhere else, man.
0: Uh, Connor Burtonshaw on the six game injured list uh, back for another season with Winnipeg fullback and a special teamer uh, him on the sixth game uh, leaves them a little bit thin at fullback not that it's a, an every down position offensively uh, Mike Miller the killer the CFL's all-time leading special teams tackler and no doubt in my mind future hall of famer uh, oh, yeah. is a game time decision for Friday night uh I expect him to play Jeff Hamilton of the Winnipeg Free Press, who joined us on Game Day Winnipeg last week here on Bonfire Sports. He reported today that uh Mike Miller will play uh Cameron Lawson, uh, the Canadian that they signed as a free agent last year from the Montreal Alouettes. Uh starts on the one game. We mentioned Tui Ellie, uh nice versatile piece. Uh Mike O'Shea, a big fan of Tui Ellie, uh back with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers after not playing in the 2021 Grey Cup. Uh and and not playing last season, he is back and uh, ready to play some football again. So Winnipeg, um, relatively healthy, I would say, outside of yeah. uh, a, a couple of those hits. It would be great to see Kyrie Wilson back. He has really been hampered by uh, a lot of injuries uh, through the yeah, last couple years. But he is a very, back, he's a good player.
1: Yeah, he's a good player. But it's funny you mentioned Mike Miller, and I can tell you this, and you notice know as well. I do. I, I always said this. I don't think Mike Miller has practiced once in two years. Well, he never practices. He's got yeah. something in his contract where I think he can go out and build <laughs> houses and come back for the game. Well, uh, seriously, he never. I, he's look. always he, – I mean, he's such a good special teamer, and he put him in every once in a while at fullback. But he never practices. And O'Shea's line is, he knows what to do. Well, look. Well, you know what? I could stay home here and drink Kool-Aid all week and come back and say, hey, I know what my blocking assignment is. I mean, that's a great life if you get it. But I mean, look, I think my look, look, look. Fingers, I, I, I
0: wanna, I wanna put a, a, something to rest, and I understand most people are saying it tongue in cheek when they're saying Mike What's Miller, that? Mike Miller hasn't practiced in two years or something like that. He hasn't. That that is not true. I'm at practice. Does he practiced? Mike Miller has practiced. Okay, Uh, two years ago he he didn't practice much. Last year he practiced more than I had ever seen him. Uh, Jesse Briggs is another player that they really try to take care of the body, and they're hoping to uh, you know lengthen the careers of these good rock solid Canadian players. Okay, well, Um, and a little bit of inside knowledge on Mike Miller, like. One of my favorite players to watch in the entire CFL, uh, wildly underrated, underregarded, needs more shine in my mind. Uh, If you had to wire a football player from the inside out, and I don't care if we're talking Chris Wallaby, 6'7", you know, monster on the O-line, or a Brandon Banks type small guy on the outside. If you had to wire a football player on the inside you would take mike miller as the blueprint you would take him as that perfect textbook example of what you want in a professional uh on and off the field the hard-nosed the uh attention to detail the leadership the quiet leadership uh and then his ability to just go out and make plays and, and win football games and help a team win mike o'Shea you can see the way not what he says about mike miller but how he oh, yeah, speaks yeah, of I Mike mean, listen, Miller.
1: I'm not taking anything from Mike Miller. Let me be the first guy to say, let yeah. me send an apology to the Miller family right now for any misconceptions today. I'm Mike and Strude, and I hope to one day get back on your Christmas card mailing list. So Mike, God bless you brother. And uh, <laughs> I will not bring up the practice session anymore as I've been spanked by DB on air.
0: Well, he was a full practice participant Yesterday, Wednesday.
1: Yeah, so uh, junkie says right there.
0: Yep. So uh, you know, uh, Mike Miller does practice. Jesse Briggs does practice. It's oh, just good. they don't practice as much uh as you know, say a young guy trying to make the team or trying to keep his job.
1: Um hey, D B yep, yep. I just want to read some of the comments. Comments are great. I somebody asked, yeah, they have a new thing this year. I heard it's a three foot hot dog.
0: Yes. Are you gonna eat it?
1: No. I haven't eaten a Walby burger yet.
0: Gargantuan glizzy. Are they
1: carrying the Walby burger still this year? I don't even know.
0: Yeah, I think I saw something on the Jumbotron during training camp about the Walby burger. Anyway,
1: but yeah, three-foot hot dog, man. You're going to be walking down the aisle, smacking guys in the back of the head with mustard. (laughs) Unless you're putting it on your shoulder and carrying like a two-by-four. Well, you might have to, hacksaw style. That's a good move, though. Change it up, make some new things. Well, Chris, I'd like to see them come up with a jumbo margarita.
0: Okay, now we're talking. That's, yeah, yeah, you're a beer guy, but you'll do you ever do the bulldog? Do you ever do like the margarita with the beer in it?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Ooh, that's good stuff.
1: You you got good taste there, DB. I didn't think you had that in you, but. Obviously, mm-hmm. the fact that you're going to Shannon's Pub now all the time, you're picking up some good tips, brother.
0: Yeah, man. Shannon's is the spot. I was there after the C Bears game uh, the other I night. Enjoy. I'll uh, probably pop in on Monday night after the C Bears game. I'll be doing the PA uh, for the Bears uh, for the first Are time this season. Yeah, I'll be the big voice doing the things. But after the game, uh, I'll be going to Shannon's Irish Pub, uh, 175 Carlton. Uh, it's the spot. Uh, be sure to to check them out uh all right chris keys to the game this is a heavyweight tilt in week one bo Levi, the maybe forgotten star quarterback in this league and zach calaris the already re-emerged star and two-time reigning mop uh a team that is uh Really gotten back on the Grey Cup track in the Winnipeg Blue Bombers after a long drought. The Thai Cats have not won a Grey Cup since 1999. They host the game this year, this November. It is going to be an absolutely epic game. Keys to a yeah. Blue Bombers victory at IG Field. The Madhouse on Matheson on
1: Friday night. I like that, the Madhouse. I'll tell you what, offensively for me, Spread the ball around. You got so many weapons. I think uh, you know Zach can take his pick of poison. You know he can go to Walatarski, Dalton, Sean, Nick Dembski, uh Carl. Na- uh, you know Agadossi, six foot Rashid Bailey, who took a pay cut just to come back here. I mean, spread that football around. You know what? Don- you don't have to even get focused on one guy, and that'll cause so much confusion for the Ticats. defensively. I think you got to take away James Butler. There's two, well, it's basically a two-fold thing. You got to put pressure on Mitchell, obviously, but I think they're really going to try and establish James Butler, the running back, to open up the passing game for for, uh, Bo Levi. So try and make, and I hate to say this, but make Bo Levi one-dimensional. Make him beat you with the pass. Special teams, hey, boys, I hate to say this, but the era of our little boy, Legs Legio is over. So let's see what our boy, Sergio Castillo, does kicking the ball and field goals making them forget about all those other ones that missed. I don't know where I got the Spanish accent, but that was bad.
0: It was working. It's working for you, Chris. Uh, The key matchup, I love your keys to the game. The key matchup that I will add to that is Tim White versus Dietrich Nichols in the boundary slot spot. That head-to-head matchup, they're going to try to get... Tim White away from Dietrich Nichols. They're going to try to get him against Evan Holm. They're going to try to get him against one of the corners, Desmond Lawrence um, or Demario Houston. They're going to try to get Tim White a small, speedy, incredibly agile uh, weapon in some space. Uh, Brandon Alexander is going to be watching for number 12 on the Hamilton Tiger Cats all Amen. night long but uh dietrich versus tim white I-, I think is going to be an outstanding head-to-head matchup and the Thai Cats and bombers an outstanding head-to-head matchup zach schnitzer and myself made our picks uh, on uh yeah the schnitz uh on bonfire midweek oh. last night uh, if you want to join us this season the exclusive link is sia.com Slash bonfire SIA.com slash bonfire. If you go there and deposit ten dollars, fifty dollars, hundred dollars, you can you can do it all the way up to a thousand dollars. And if you do that between ten and a thousand dollars, they will give you a one hundred percent bonus when those bets clear. Uh, so you're not going to see a, a bonus anywhere like that you can bet on futures uh who's going to lead the league in passing rushing receiving uh over under as far as win totals for teams in the cfl so many good things there go check them out uh sports interaction is a canadian company it is canada's sportsbook sia.com slash bonfire uh and go have some fun do it responsibly do it safe um Absolutely. and have some fun as we kick off the season
1: yeah i'll tell you what uh, uh db i'm going to the game tomorrow uh, I'm excited to be there. I'm going to be in Alumni Alley with a lot of my old veteran buddies, Rick House, Willard Reeves, Michael Richardson, who just took over, I believe, one of the charities. He's the head guy now. Uh, Rick House, Stan. We're bringing Stan Mikkelwass out of retirement. We're yes. going to dust him off. Uh, it's just going to be a good time. So pop down to Alumni Alley and uh, say hi. You can always remember the big man likes when a beer gets bought from. So <laughs> don't, don't be shy. No doubt. Bring your money.
0: No doubt. Chris, it's going to be an epic atmosphere at the Madhouse on Friday night. We got you covered pregame, postgame and midweek all season long. Don't miss game day after dark friday night after the game if we're not live immediately after the game hang tight we'll get on there and and we got you covered top to bottom here uh, on bonfire sports uh thanks for joining us great to see everybody in the live chat thanks for downloading the podcast if you're listening after uh if you need more information on bonfire sports you're telling your friends bonfiresports.ca you'll find everything you need there uh yeah and uh boy it's going to be a fun 2023 chris looking forward yeah. to it and love doing these shows with you brother man oh man you got me going for the season well, you know what, what i night. do with
1: DB is the fact that these games are not exhibition i'm not a big exhibition fan you know that I, I try and get a little excited about it but you know half the guys are going to be getting an apple and a road map <laughs> so you don't have to worry about those guys your camera so just like jumped the off gritty <laughs> we're, we're getting down nitty gritty now it's a good thing man it's, i love it man so we'll get together and you know, go out and watch the game. And, uh, hey, plus, what is it, a plus 27 in sunny skies tomorrow? Yeah. It's going to be a gorgeous day for a football game, guys. Get out there. Get out there support your team.
0: All right, Walby. Well, we'll see you, buddy. Great seeing everybody. All right, brother. I
1: salute you. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend, great day. And I'm um, adios.